Hello and welcome to the Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friend. If you've been looking for a podcast geared towards your growth, self-awareness, navigating your brain's daily mind drama, and deep inner work to become your highest and best self, you are in the perfect place. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. How are you guys doing today? Macy Renee here. Welcome, welcome. So excited to have you and that you chose this podcast to listen to on this Monday morning or whenever it is that you're listening. So today we're going to talk about expectations. I know that a lot of you have expectations of other people, have expectations of yourself. We're going to talk the good, the bad, the ugly, what to do when you have expectations that are not being met. This was actually a request from someone that listens to the podcast and asked if I had an episode already. And I said, I maybe have touched on it in some other episodes briefly, but never a dedicated episode to it itself. So let's do that today. So we're going to do that. Before we do that, I want to kindly ask that you take a moment, pause the podcast after I say this, and please go to the link in the show notes that will take you to my Google review page. If you don't mind taking 30 to 60 seconds, if you've been impacted by my work in one way or another, it would really mean a lot if you would go share your experience of that on my Google review page, okay? So if you are an avid listener of the podcast or it's shaped you in some way, if it's helped you become more self-aware or grow or learn something, um, if you've been in a free program of mine, if you've been a paying client of mine in the past or currently, I would just really appreciate if you would take the 30 to 60 seconds to go do that. It will help more people find me. And when people Google my name or the podcast or things they're looking for, I will be um, more likely to show up in a search so that they can be, um, you know, introduced to my work as well. So I really do appreciate you taking the time to do that. So if you don't mind, just pause this really quick do it. And I want to thank you in advance for doing so. It really helps me out more than you'll ever know. All right, let's talk about expectations. So I actually pulled up a definition of what expectation means just to read it off and kind of clarify for anybody who doesn't exactly know. So the definition is defined as believing that something is going to happen or believing that something should be a certain way. And so it really comes down to our belief that something specific should happen. Now, I'm not one to think that all expectations have a negative connotation behind them or that they're they have to be like a negative experience. For instance, I have some high expectations for my own life, but where I think it can become more toxic, more negative, is when you're not willing to offer yourself grace for human error and human experience, like human emotion that's going to come along with it. So that could be like, I have an expectation that I get a podcast episode released, recorded and released every single week. 
having that expectation of myself is not a bad thing. Expectations can motivate you, can help you become more productive or be more productive, can keep you on track, um, can help you honor your word as law and learn how to really trust yourself because if you set the expectation and you decide you're going to follow through with it, that is not a bad thing. But where it can become more negative is if you're holding yourself up to a standard and not leaving yourself room for humanness. So for instance, last week my microphone broke and I was not able to record a podcast on time and I tried to like, you know, I tried every single mic that I had. I shared that with you guys last week on the podcast and it still didn't work. And so although my expectations have not changed and had not changed, I had to be willing to feel the emotions of frustration. I had to be willing to allow that humanness, that life that sometimes happens and still go into the next mode, which was, giving myself grace and problem solving for what I was going to do to meet the expectation in a different way than maybe I originally planned. So I think where we go wrong with having expectations when it comes to ourselves is whenever something gets in the way, do we allow it to completely take us off track Do we engage in negative self-talk? Like, do we become toxic to ourselves with the expectations that we have? You want to be very aware of, are you being toxic to yourself when you're not able to meet an expectation for X, Y, and Z reasons? So I do set a lot of expectations for myself and for my life and for who I'm becoming and who I want to become in order to achieve certain things that I want to achieve, but I also allow myself the space for human error and the space to get it wrong and the space for it not to always happen 100% the way that I envision it. I don't hold myself up to an expectation of perfectionism. I hold myself up to a standard of honoring my word and my promises to myself. And if something gets in the way, I choose not to completely obliterate myself because of it. So I think if you know how to set expectations for yourself and roll with the punches of life, knowing that the punches of life will be there and will happen, then that's a positive way of setting expectations of yourself. Now, if you are setting expectations and you're beating yourself up and you are engaging in a lot of toxic behavior because of those expectations, then it's time to stop, pause, and reevaluate. Now, another way that we involve ourselves with expectations is through expectations of other people. And this can be both spoken and unspoken expectations. A lot of times, I feel like people engage in unspoken expectations. 
And unspoken expectations are really like manuals. So if you guys have been here for a while, you know that I have podcast episodes talking about how we have um, manuals on people. (laughs) And it means an invisible rule book that lives in our brain of how we expect for people to act, think, behave, you know, talk, walk, all, all of the crazy things. Like we just have an invisible rule book living in our head a lot of times about like this person should behave this way because it's the best way. According to my rule book, according to my manual, I want people to be this way. I want people to show up this way. I want to feel this way around this person. And we usually have like all of these rules for other people in our life in order for us to feel good. Okay, and so sometimes what gets wrapped up in that are expectations of other people and how they should show up and how they should behave and how they should act and how they should talk to us and all of these things. And we can drive ourselves crazy when we have these types of unspoken expectations of other people because these people a lot of times cannot read our mind. They're not in your body. They're not in your experience. They're not in your mind. They don't know. Like if you think, again, we have like 65 to 90,000 thoughts a day. You guys, that's each individual person on the planet. Like the bare minimum is like 65,000 thoughts a day that you have subconsciously and consciously. So if you think about that, Within those 65,000 thoughts you're having in a day, you have expectations of other people. You have expectations of how people should drive, how they should shut the toilet lid so that you don't fall in, how people should wash their hands after they go to the bathroom, right? How people should cook or clean or load the dishwasher or organize or, you know, drive, or I don't know, like you just have expectations. I I even have expectations of like, people should chew quietly, because if you don't chew quietly, it's really like, it sends my nervous system into immediate rage. Does anybody else have that experience where you're like, why are you chewing so loud? So anyways, we have a lot of unspoken expectations. And then we have expectations that are silly, like, you know, I expect you to, you know, I don't know, chew quietly. And I don't go around telling people that, but in my brain, that's an expectation. And then we have like bigger expectations. Like I expect you to help me with the kids. Like I expect you to take out the trash every day. I expect you to ask me, you know, questions so that we can can communicate better or I expect you to do this for me so that you show that you care. Like we have expectations that are really small and we have expectations in our mind that are really big, but really what it comes down to is there are manuals, there are rule books. So what happens a lot of times is we become frustrated Because those other people we have the expectations from, they're not in our mind. They're not in our body. They're in their own models. They're in their own manuals. They're in their own experiences and they're in their own stories. They're in their own emotions. So a lot of times whenever an expectation we have goes unnoticed, we become super frustrated and we blame the other person for how we're feeling. So how do you navigate this whenever you have expectations? If you have expectations, you have to be willing to verbally, out loud, communicate 
communicate, communicate those expectations with those people that you have the expectations for. If it matters to you that much, you have to be willing to show up and say like, hey, I really love and appreciate whenever you do this or I really value whenever you do this thing or whenever you talk to me like this or whenever you uh, show up this way. Like I really do appreciate that. I really do love that. I really do value that. I really do expect that because, right? And being able to communicate this can be very, very powerful. However, Here is what I want you to know, that just because you have expectations of another person does not mean that they have to meet those expectations, okay? I know that you want to control other people's behavior, but think about why you want to control other people's behavior or make them be a certain way or why you have those expectations, The reason you do is because you believe that if they behave that way, think that way, talk that way, show up that way, you would feel better. So what I want to ask of you is where are you maybe relying on someone else to make you feel better for maybe some emotions you are not looking at that you have the power to control? more so than you think, okay? Because remember, our thoughts are creating our feelings. So if you have the thought, they should do X, Y, Z. Anytime you're doing like they should language or you should language, or even if it's internal, like I should, should means that it's not happening, okay? Should means I wish it were, but it's not. Should means arguing with your current reality. They should take out the trash. What you're saying is, I have a manual that this is how I believe they should help or they should behave. And what I'm saying is that they don't behave the way that it would make me feel supported, feel loved, feel better. And so therefore, I'm delegating that my emotional happiness, that my emotional contentment is based on their behavior. So where are you allowing other people to control your emotions based on your expectations, okay? It doesn't matter if they're realistic or not. It matters that you're being aware of where you're delegating responsibility to other people so that you feel good. Now, again, expectations aren't a bad thing. You can communicate in an adult, emotionally intelligent manner with people that you have expectations with and tell them what you do expect. It's important that if you do tell them that, that you explain why as well. Like it means something to me. It would make me feel less stressed. It would help me around the house. It would make you know me feel a little bit more supported or seen or um, you know it would just it would take a load off of me to be able to have this help. Like sometimes if you can communicate more effectively rather than from pure emotion and you're actually communicating from like you know, this is how I'm feeling and this is why and this would be really helpful and this is why, then those people those people you're communicating with can decide like, is that an expectation I have the capacity to meet? Do I want to help them with this because they're able to communicate that this would make their life easier or that this would, you know, help them out? Like, do I want to fulfill that expectation? 
okay? And again, they get to decide if they're going to or not. But what you want to be aware of too is when you're getting mad at people for expectations that are living in your brain that you haven't even communicated. Like you're just operating from an invisible manual that, you know, they don't even know about because it's in your brain. So you're you're thinking all of the expectations that you have and you're becoming frustrated and triggered by all the things that they're not meeting or doing. But if you really are honest with yourself, you're like, oh, well, I've never told them this is an expectation I have, okay? And the other flip side of that is if you do communicate the expectation with them, one, it may take multiple times before they really hear you, but two, they can decide that that is beyond their capacity. So how are you going to handle it if it is beyond their capacity? If they don't want to, if they're not going to do it, like what are your own non-negotiables? What what can you do to manage your mind and emotions if someone is not going to be meet your expectations, right? Because think about if that was happening to you and maybe it is happening to you maybe you're with a partner who has all of these expectations of you like they want you to um be just like them they want you to do all of these things that that feel like it's not you it's not who you are it's not who you want to be like think of the weight that that carries when someone has maybe some expectations that you feel like you know what, I don't know that I'm going to be able to meet these without sacrificing my truth, my transparency, my honesty, and who I am as an individual. It wouldn't feel good, right? Like, this is why the work that I do with emotional intelligence is so important. It's allowing people to show up as who they are and who they want to be and who they want to become and learning how to feel safe in your own emotions when you're triggered by maybe the way that that person is being, right? Or that person is operating. Because a lot of times what we internally do is we want to control everything. Like we're, we're, you know, I think more and more nowadays we're very anxious creatures and we want to feel like we're in control. And so the moment we feel like, oh my God, I'm not in control. I need to do something to change this situation or I need to do something to make this person act this way so that I feel better. What we're really saying is I don't feel emotionally safe within myself without being able to control the situation or control this person. And what I come in and help people do is feel safe in themselves so that you don't have to have such strong expectations of other people who may not be able to meet those expectations okay because sometimes people will be able to meet them and will want to but other times they may not be able to and how you respond is so important and so telling as to like how you feel in your body and the safety that you create in your own life based on how other people are being or not being according to your manual okay it's really really important Like if I needed everybody in my life to behave a certain way in order to feel good, then I'm going to feel very out of control. I'm going to feel even more out of control. And that used to be who I was prior to coaching, prior to hiring my life coach in 20, let's see, when, when did I hire her? 2016. That is who I was. I wanted other people, like I had so many expectations for other people and I wanted them to understand me and I wanted them to change 
how they were behaving with me and who they were being in order for me to feel better. And I had this very strong belief that if they didn't change who they were and if they didn't behave differently than they always had, then I was going to be miserable the rest of my life. And it felt true. It felt like a real circumstance. It felt like it was beyond my control and that I was forever going to be miserable because these people weren't meeting my expectations. Um, They weren't making me happy. The way that they were living felt very, very hard for me to accept. And it felt like it was just so beyond my control. And whenever I hired my coach, I learned that I had a lot more control than I realized, but it had to start with me. And it had to start with the things that I expected within other people and the rule book that I had and was abiding by in my life and realizing that they also have their own rule book in their life. Okay, and so in order to come together, we have to be able to manage ourselves, our own minds and our own emotions. And without that skill set, you will go around trying to control every situation, trying to manipulate other people, um, being mad at the world, being angry that people aren't on the same page as you. And it feels very taxing. It's exhausting. It's exhausting trying to, you know, live in a world where people aren't behaving the way that you want to and feeling like you have to change everybody else in order to be happy. It's just you will go around in circles feeling miserable the rest of your life if you decide that that's what you're going to continue to do. So expectations are something that can be a great thing when it's internally driven and when you make room for your own humanness, but when it's externally driven, a lot of times it can have a negative connotation. Now, in certain settings, it's definitely necessary. There's an expectation for how you behave at work, right? In corporate settings, how you show up and um, engage with people professionally. There's expectations there. And a lot of times those are unspoken kind of societal rules, okay? And sometimes those serve us really well and sometimes it's okay if those uh, expectations can be challenged a little bit right to make something better but first we have to be very very aware of ourselves our work always turn like we should always be turning to ourselves first to figure out what's going on turn to yourself first okay and work on what's happening inside of your mind inside of your body before anything else and it will help you every single time and if you need help with that reach out okay that's what we work on in the equip society that's what I can help you with with one-on-one coaching I only have three spots left for one-on-one coaching um and you do have to schedule like a console and we need to talk about it before you can do that but the equip society is open anytime so if there's ever a time where you're listening to this work and you're just ready to be all in you're ready to grow in your self-awareness, you're ready to grow in your emotional awareness and intelligence and want to just create more safety and understanding within yourself, then the Equip Society is the perfect place for you, okay? So I hope that this helps with expectations. If you have any questions, please let me know. And again, at the end of this, if you could just um, go to the show notes, Click the link to leave me a review on Google if the podcast has helped you, if programs that you've been in in the past um, have helped you, if you've been a client of mine, I would so appreciate if you just take 30 to 60 seconds to share your experience. And I love you guys so much. I will talk to you again next week. Have an amazing, amazing week. Bye, guys.